Hello, welcome to you as we celebrate together the second week of Advent. Let me start with a question. Can you think of a time when you experienced genuine hospitality? Take a moment to remember it. Where were you? Who was showing you hospitality? What did they do to make you feel so welcome and so at home? As we look toward Christmas, we remember that God came to us, in a sense, as a guest. He was born into the willing hospitality of Mary and Joseph. He experienced the warm hospitality of some shepherds who were the first to greet him, and then the hospitality of wise men from the East who honored Jesus with gifts. Later, as an adult, Jesus experienced the hospitality of Mary and Martha and of others who had him into their homes and fed him meals. Jesus was good at being a guest. Jesus also showed people hospitality, and he shows us hospitality. He invites us to come, to make ourselves at home in his love and in the Father's love. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, he says, and you shall find rest for your souls. He also says this, My father's house has many rooms. If that were not so, would I have told you that I'm going there to prepare a place for you? The theme of hospitality weaves itself into the story of Christmas, and it weaves deeply into the lives of those who follow Christ. As I read our passage today, which is taken from Paul's letter to the Romans, listen for where you hear the theme of hospitality. What does the hospitality Paul is talking about here look like? Is this what you think of when you hear the word hospitality? Or is there something different about this kind of hospitality? Romans chapter 15, verses 1 through 7. We who are strong have an obligation to bear with the failings of the weak and not to please ourselves. Let each of us please his neighbor for his good, to build him up. For Christ did not please himself, but as it is written, the reproaches of those who reproached you fell on me. For whatever was written in former days was written for our instruction, that through endurance and through the encouragement of the scriptures, we might have hope. May the God of endurance and encouragement grant you to live in such harmony with one another in accord with Christ Jesus that together you may with one voice glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, welcome one another as Christ has welcomed you for the glory of God. Thank you. 
The Jewish philosopher Martin Buber once met with the newly converted Anglican poet and writer T.S. Eliot. The two had had very different lives, very different circles of friends, very different philosophies and approaches to thinking about things. After the meeting, Buber was asked about differences of opinion that presented, perhaps, during the meeting. In response, this is what Buber said. When I meet a man, I am not concerned with opinions, but with a man. To me, this is a beautiful picture of hospitality. And it captures, I think, something of what Paul is saying in this passage when it comes to loving others. We are called to bear with others, including bearing with their faults. We have to be strong enough in God's grace to know that we're not compromising our convictions and accommodating others with whom we disagree. We can love them across differences of experience, political persuasion, or even theological conviction. After all, isn't this what Jesus did when he became incarnate? And isn't this what he does every day? He bears our faults, calling us to walk in his ways but not forsaking us when we fail to. Thank God he doesn't forsake us when we fail. His love is not fickle, but enduring. It doesn't give up. God is very strong in grace. Pastor and author Peter Cesaro says this, Love, not ministry activities or spiritual practices, is truly the measure of spiritual maturity. As we experience God more and more in our lives, our love toward others will mature and grow. This is practically a spiritual law. And it comes full circle, I believe, because when we love others intentionally, God's love fills us all the more and we experience him in new and deeper ways. Today, I want to ask us two questions. Maybe one of them is for you. First, is there someone in your life whose faults or weakness you are being called to bear in love? I don't mean putting up with abuse. I mean simply being patient where there's a difference of opinion or conviction. Secondly, Is there someone in your life God is giving you the opportunity to welcome, whatever that looks like? It could be someone you welcome into your home, or it could be someone you welcome simply through conversation and listening, or through inclusion in an activity. As you hear the passage from Romans again, and in the moments that follow, I invite you to prayerfully consider who it is God might be putting on your heart. Maybe you will want to take these moments to confess your resistance to loving this person well and relying on God 
to fill you with the strength of his grace to extend patience and welcome. Maybe you'd like to take these moments to recall God's own graciousness toward you and to thank him for his welcome in which you have found yourself at home. Romans 15, verses 1 through 7. We who are strong have an obligation to bear with the failings of the weak and not to please ourselves. Let each of us please his neighbor for his good to build him up. For Christ did not please himself, but as it is written, The reproaches of those who reproached you fell on me. For whatever was written in former days was written for our instruction, that through endurance and through the encouragement of the scriptures we might have hope. May the God of endurance and encouragement grant you to live in such harmony with one another in accord with Christ Jesus, that together you may with one voice glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, welcome one another as Christ has welcomed you for the glory of God. Let's close with prayer. Lord Jesus Christ, may our welcome of you in this Advent season be reflected in our welcome of others. And may our welcome of others be reflected in our welcome of you. Strengthen us with your grace to bear one another's faults. Fill us with your love for the people you have placed in our lives and use us as your servants who humbly bear your unconditional love to the world. Amen.